Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. On the fan. And boom! Why should anybody, a common man, an average man, do you realize what it means to be average? That means you're the best of the lousiest. And the lousiest of the best. Now, if we demand more and more for producing less and less, while the have-not nations encourage and inspire and indeed require hard work and maximum effort, if we deify the common men while they encourage and reward the uncommon ones, well, the end result of such a lopsided race as that is too obvious to require elaboration. I mean, it's like, Coming from the south, and they're howling. The uh, the gales of November have come early. Ack, ack, a dack, and dack, dack, act two, and yours. I'm Dan Cole, the common man. He's Tennessee, and we are out at the new Winter Park TCO Performance Center. It's joint practice day, one of two this week, with the soon-to-be big game world champion Minnesota Vikings hosting the Tennessee, Tennessee Titans, Tennessee, Tennessee. Yo, what up, Tennessee? Yo, what up? And here we are, and it's windswept, Tennessee. It was funny, the jugs man's breasts, the jugs machine, uh, Tennessee was already working on the on the punting game. The yeah, jugs yeah. machine to the punt Power returners. Turn. They're expecting us to punt a lot today. Yeah. 
directly into the wind, okay? It looked like the punts were going, that they would travel like 50 yards into the wind, then they'd go 40 yards back for a net gain of 10 yards. It yes. wasn't very effective. Um, but we are here for good or for ill, and it uh, should be an exciting day. Uh, Tenaby, I'm going to ask you to tell me, who do you think? I was told that this was said on our radio station earlier today. Okay. Quote, everyone should see at least one joint practice before they die. <laughs> who do you think well, I mean, is, who do you think was accused of saying that earlier today on these yeah, very airways? Yeah. I'll repeat it again. Everyone should see it. I mean, it's hard to get through without laughing. Everyone should see at least one joint practice before they die. Well, I mean, there's only two shows before us. Right. So, of the five main hosts, assuming it's not, you know, a contributor of some sort, because, right. you know, the Power Drip has like seven of them. Right that were on earlier today doing golf bets. Uh, Chris Hockey wouldn't say it. Uh, Chris might say it. Yeah. Corey Cove definitely wouldn't say it. Right. Meat sauce, maybe. He'll say anything. Right. But I'm going to go ahead and assume it was 9 to noon, yeah, it, and I'm going to go ahead and assume it was Paul Allen. It was Barney the Purple Dinosaur. As a matter of fact, I emailed back. This was sent to me early. It was it happened at 9.05. And I emailed the listener back and said, I was about to respond with, he didn't say that you're making it up. You have to be. But you believe. But it. because it was Barney, I knew it was said. He thinks that, and that's saying a lot because there's a lot of things I'd like to see or do before I die. Tend to be a lot of things. And uh, I mean, teach his own, right? I mean, everybody has their well, own. I've never been to a joint practice before, so I can't really <laughs> counter what he's saying. This might be one of the greatest moments of my life today. Well, for it, the next three hours. Well, I do know this, whether it is or not. You can say, because even if you were to fall dead right now, and I hope you don't collapse. I hope so, too. You've seen at least the first three minutes of a joint practice. <laughs> well, it's just stretching right now. Of course, that is true. So they at least need to get out there in joint practice for you to be able to say, in my lifetime. If, do you feel as though your life will be rich and full now after today? <laughs> <laughs> I already just feel a sense of calm and happiness that I've never experienced in my 43 yeah. years on this planet. I, I just, I'm really, I'm, I'm digging it, as the kids would say. I don't know if they say that Three anymore. greatest days, uh, I should probably say, five greatest days of my life. Marriage, three children, and now this would probably top top them all. Watching Vikings-Titans joint practice. Where does day three of the NFL draft fall? <laughs> See, well, that's the greatest day of the sports here. But this might eclipse that now if, if yeah. I watch this today. Um, it's um, it's open to the public too, and they did the skull chant earlier. The stands are close it's to packed. full. It's close to full. There's a couple of empty seats if you get here soon. I think tickets were relatively inexpensive too. They were either free or five bucks, something like yeah. that. So good crowd. They'll go through drills as you mentioned. They are stretching right now. Um, and what they're really trying to accomplish, i got to be honest, I'm really not sure what they try to accomplish out here because it's it's a practice, so there's not going to be like tackling the quarterback and hard hitting and anything like that, but I guess they just go through the motions and they're, they're able to learn some things. But we are here uh, to cover the action for good or ill. What I, I think what I'm most interested in is when it wraps up at 2 o'clock at the podium that we can see from here, it's on the other side of the field, yep. right next to the Twin Cities orthopedic performance center uh, a couple of news conferences today are immediately following the first Such big names well the first one will be the head coach of the soon to be a big game uh, world champion minnesota vikings will be uh, uh kevin o'connell 
will address the assembled media and those listening uh, uh, to the fan. And then immediately following that at about 2.15, he's... J.J. He will be talking to the assembled media. So that will be fun to hear what J.J. has to say because uh, I, I don't feel like we've heard from him really lately much. I think he said something earlier during the offseason about, you know, would love to finish his career here, loves it here. What you would expect a, a player to say that's approaching his next contract, why would he? I'm still amazed in this day and age that he hasn't had some sort of hold in or hold out. Give it, you know, like he could get hurt today and severely impact the hundreds of millions yes. of dollars he's going to be making on his next contract. No, I I, I tend to agree with so you. So it surprises me a bit. Um, I, you know what I don't know. I think now th- this is true, right? That athletes, um, especially um, high profile, um, highly compensated pro athletes, they do those insurance policies, though, too. He must have one. Sure. Right? Where you have that Lloyd's of London where, in case there's some you know, awful career-ending injury, I've got $100 million coming my way or something like that. The, what, they call it a premium? What do they call that, The what, what, what you pay for your insurance policy? Is that called a premium? Whatever it is, I bet it's pretty pricey to sure. get there. Because in football, it's not like... You know, career-ending injuries are, are are rare. They don't happen very often. They happen all the time. So uh, I would think there would uh, be something of that nature. Brett Blakemore, ask me a question. Does it, sound, does it sound like we're in a wind tunnel? Something reminiscent of that, yeah. But yeah, it'll be all right. But it's all right? You think it's listenable? I mean, it's it's airable. It's okay? Well, we're not it, talking about the content from us. We're yeah. talking about the wind. <laughs> yeah. It, it'll be all right. I mean, you're... You're at the perch. You, we need the reporting from the perch, from the common man and from tennis. So I feel yeah, like we're just okay. going to have to deal so, with it. So we uh, are indeed here at the perch. Um, They're still just doing calisthenics. They haven't started anything yet. Yeah. Well, and again, I, I, you know, I just, I, I, I just made fun of Barney the Purple Dinosaur. And I don't think I feel like I have to see this to make sure my life is rich and full. But I'm kind of curious to see how they do these controlled scrimmages. And re- there, there we go. Excuse me. Pardon me. Game time. Yeah, game time. Here we go. So they're all going to gather together. So they're going to be playing on both fields at the same time. Uh-huh. I'm assuming like our offense versus their defense on one side and then vice versa on the other side. Right. Otherwise, why wouldn't you just be in the big stadium on the other yeah, side of the building? That's true. Right. Well, here's what I'll tell you. I get the feeling these are two teams that don't like each other very much, tend to be. And um, let's do some, you know, you know when I, I, I call, I, I bring to your attention odds that may be of interest to you? Yeah. I'm just going to, I'm going to go with what they would call, what are those bets? The prop, prop, prop bets. Prop bets, proposition yeah. bets. I'm going to ask you this one, tend to be. What do you think the odds are? That a scuffle will break out during the control scrimmage today between. Oh, they the, always do. They, so there will be one. It's right? usually a wide receiver and a cornerback too. Okay. Yeah. So because they've got the biggest egos. So who do we think with the Vikings would be most likely to get into a scuffle for the wide receivers? Will it be the new kid Addison trying to prove himself a little bit? You know, the old I'm one of the guys. I'm willing to stick up for people. I'm willing to you know, I'm I'm willing to fight, push, push. Well, I, I have one for you, actually. Okay. At least on the Titans side. I just saw a video the other day of DeAndre Hopkins when he was with, I believe it was Houston at the time, when he was in the Houston Texans. Okay. And he got into a one-on-one shouting match with the Washington defensive back at okay. the time. 
And given we have a bunch of corners that are all playing for spots, right? Like there's not oh, a, right. there's not a, we don't have our starters listed for, for at the cornerback position. That's an open competition. You're going to have guys trying to prove themselves to B-Flow. Like I can go one-on-one with D-Hop, so then they're going to be uh, scuffling back and forth. So I'm going to go D-Hop in one of our corners. All right. Now, which corner do you think it will be? Young guy, rookie, right? Trying to make, somebody trying to make the team. I mean, that thinks he might not even have a roster spot would That's be good my question. guess. Yeah. I don't know, but then will he be up against uh, D-Hop? I don't know. We'll, we'll have I'm going to say it's going to be uh, D-Hop and Booth. Okay, yeah. D-Hop and Booth Well, because I think I read in one of those, I don't know if it was Athletic or one of the fish wraps, but, you know, they, again, football fans have a voracious appetite. That is anything NFL, right, in general, specifically their team. And I think I saw something, and I know I saved it on my handheld, which doubles as a, a communication device. Look at the bo- Now, see, I like this, Tendamy. One of the players has boxing gloves on, and the defender looks like a, um edge rusher type guy, doesn't yep. it, to you? The other guy's throwing punches, and edge rusher guy is parrying them. That is uh, Denico Autry. P-A-R-R-Y-I-N-G. He's parrying those blows. In other words, he's... Now the guy's got... Now he's got two batons of some sort. They almost look like nightsticks, and he's hitting him. <laughs> it's I've never seen it. <laughs> They didn't have that in Coon Rapids Athletic Association when I was playing. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You know, back in the day when it was a fierce pass rushing rocket, Gibraltar run-stopping defensive line, yeah. and a precise route running, shred, pass catching tight end. We didn't have drills like that, no. so it's come a long, long way. But I, I was reading where they were kind of reviewing what's happened in this first couple of weeks of camp, and that already... Booth had not done much to impress to this point. So almost as yes. if he was under, you know, he's under a little bit of pressure. Sure. You know, and, and again, he was a, was he a third or fourth round pick? I think he was second. He was second. That's right. Yeah. He was a second round pick. So obviously you go, you go in the second round, you're, um, you're highly regarded. <laughs> and so we'll see if, uh, today, if, if we get anything from that, uh, from, uh, from what we see in practice today. It looks like Barney's here. He's excited. Maybe we'll talk with him a little bit. Or Mark Rosen, we're going to try to get Rosie in at 1 o'clock because with the news conferences at 12. Who'd you say is at 2.15 today? Um, he's, he's JJ. JJ. He's at 2.15. Always. He's at 2.15. 
at, tw at 2 o'clock straight up, it will be KOC. We think Rosen, we asked him if he could be here at 1. We think he's going to come early. Uh, yeah. uh, come a little earlier because we're going to probably do those news conferences back-to-back. -back. So let's do this. Let's take a break. Joint practice about to begin as they go through their warm-ups. It's uh, continuing coverage of Vikings training camp here at the Twin Cities Orthopedic Performance Center, a.k.a. the new Winter Park in Egan, Vikings Lakes, right here on The Fan. Broom today at two on the fan. If you want to chime in on what's happening with your favorite KFAN shows, well, now you can. You can make your voice heard on the Bradshaw and Bryant KFAN text line. Let us know what you have to say by texting your message to 64686, 64686. Standard text message and data rates apply. Calling a name that's lighter than air. Break more back at Master Control Studio doing the things he's never done that will make him good. Playing bumper music, Windy by the Association, because it is windy out here. Those kind of things will get you to a spot like Tennessee someday as an interim producer. Well done, Blett. I'm the common man, Dan Cole. He is Tennessee. We're excited and delighted to be joined by Vox, Barney the Purple Dinosaur, the voice of the Vikings. He's 9 to noon. He's Paul Allen. Good He's to see you. He's PA. He's PA. Uh, you know, sometimes I don't think we, we properly understand and or respect what the interim yeah. or the producers go through right. when doing a show on the exclusive Vikings Radio Network Perch. Because I would imagine Brandon has probably received a text at one point or the other during this run from a corner office that is talking about turn a certain way because of the wind. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then, did, did was it followed up with the one that Nordo gets? We'll fix the wind. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, if he fixes the wind, I'm cleaning his feet. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't know what we're going to do about this wind, but we're doing the best we can. Well, what I noticed was this is interesting. You sit down here and you say it's it's roster number memorization and day and body type and body type. Thank you for Saturday's game between the Tennessee Titans and the soon-to-be big game world champion Minnesota Vikings. Should be a humdinger. And here's what's interesting. You know, can I, you know, you do this at a very high level. You're a national treasure. Long time, high level national treasure. <laughs> Come on, man. No, but no, I'm sure, though. But what, here's what I would do when I was doing high school sports. Yeah. When I was at the Forest Lake radio station, I covered two high schools, Forest Lake and Chisago Lakes. And then yeah. we would cover all the sports. So, for instance, I would only do like four Forest Lake Ranger hockey games all year, which mm -hmm. means I they would play one of the games I would pick would be like Anoka. So I'm only going to call Forest Lake versus Anoka one time. Yeah. So I thought, well, do I really want to spend 90 minutes to two hours memorizing all the numbers for the Anoka players? So yeah. what I did was I would pick two names and I would say <laughs> Billy Johnson and Joey Jones are going to have the greatest yeah. games they've ever had in the history of hockey. Because every time Forest. Uh, I got the bike. Jones over to Johnson. Johnson back over to Jones. Jones shoots. You would have thought it was five on two the mm. entire game, mm. but it worked. So yeah. if, if you ever, it's radio, but of course you're on TV as well. For the preseason. Yeah, for the preseason. Just say any name. No one will ever know the difference. Well, they're, But you're they're, a pro. Yeah, but, I'm they're, sorry. but they're, you know, th this would be the opportunity for 
like if there's a tackle by a Titan in the fourth quarter from the Ohio State, yes. well, that's BBP. Yeah, you know we. Will you so, throw that in there? Of course oh. I will, if I can remember. we uh, Brandon, Brandon knows. I mean, it's we'll do stuff like that all the time in the preseason. Um, however, Peter Cole on the tackle. When, yeah, like that. When, when, uh, when, when I chat with aspiring broadcasters, right. high school, you know, people doing high school sports and small college and stuff like that, um, I, in, in honesty, I mean, I'm quick to point out, it is harder to prepare for a high school football game or maybe a, a small college game than what I do uh, because of the amount of information that's given to us, the opportunity to sit on this beautiful perch, memorize numbers, days in front of the game, um, and um, and just everything that's accessible these days. So uh, when, you're, when you're calling high school football, basketball, hockey, whatever it is, I mean, you're going to put in the work, memorize the numbers, try to get the intel. But it's really difficult because they don't have, like, copious notes via weekly releases. So, in other words, go ahead and make Jimmy Jones and Billy Johnson have the greatest games of their lives when they call well, the game. How much? It's either that or welcome in. <laughs> the water's warm. How, how much help do you get from the the, the Vikings media relations people with the, that type of stuff with mm-hmm. stats and notes and, and, and numbers or whatever the case may be? And how about the opposition team? Like, does Tennessee provide you with stuff, or are you all on your own with all of this? No, it's, it's um, weekly releases that okay. I will get uh, hours on Tuesday for a Sunday. I will generally get the adversary late Tuesday if I'm hanging around. Um, or Wednesday, uh, because I'll come back for practice, uh, or to get the release. And then it's, I've just, I've just done it for so long that I know where to go in our release for exactly what I need. And now if like, if, if baby brother Peter had a 71 yard catch against Seattle week one, well, now we got to figure out, you know, the, the longs for the receptions and the runs. And so there are things that change. Uh, but overall, like, like if this were a regular season game and I got the Tennessee Titans release, there are certain places that I would go that I think would be interesting to the oh, listener. Right. Sure, sure. But quite honestly, it's much like the prep for the program. You, you put down so much and it takes so long to prepare Correct. for it. And you generally use just 5% of that. Right. Uh, that's that's exactly of, how we do this. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's what the game-calling depth chart is like. Now, I, somebody today emailed me at 9.10 this morning sure. and said, at 9.05 this morning, mm-hmm. PA said, I quote, copyrighted you twice. Everyone should see at least one joint practice oh. before they die. <laughs> now, um, did did you say that? I did. And I did. I, I it won't win um PST. It won't win no. PST, uh, you know we. If it were in the bracket, I wouldn't be surprised. Um you know, but they're they're y- you know this, you in the interim, uh Cheddar B because you guys are out here for practice beginning at 2, so we're noon to 3. Practice begins about 2. It's you know, you see the same thing so frequently. Right day after day after day, when you have different colors here, Derrick Henry's over there, DeAndre Hopkins is over there, Will Levis is over there, it just, it's different if you are a football fan. Now, to say before you die probably was a PST-like stretch, right? but nevertheless, I find them to be very enjoyable. Well, you know what? We're, uh, if you're I copyrighted a, you twice, and I can't remember you, what well, they were. If you're a radio talk show host, well, we're all big on hyperbole. Yeah. Hyperbole. So yeah. th- there's nothing wrong with saying you should see it once before you die. What I wanted to ask you, you've probably seen hundreds. Hundreds? Hundreds, hundreds of these uh, joint practices. 
What's about to happen here? They've not started yet. They're both on each side of the field. It's yep. like it's 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 like the uh, the settlers against the British right yep. now. They're on opposite sides of the field. What are the is do they actually really tackle and block? Or yes. what are they, what, but they quarterbacks are off limits. I'm assuming. Yes. Now, okay. see, that's that's the stark difference. Now, they're yeah, I can't speak for Titans training camp, but like the the what they do with the Vikings is called thud. All right, and it became a problem last year in the 49ers joint practice. Thud is between two-hand touch and all-out hitting okay. full speed. So they call it thud. Uh, now, which leads me to this. If you were a coach of a team, what what would you find yourself enjoying more? Saying thud or actually playing a practice called thud? I would say saying thud. It's not even close. No, I love saying thud. Yeah. I'm going to say it a lot well, the rest see, of the day. Well, see, the, there were two things that transpired last year. Um, when uh, when when certain members of the 49ers were practicing very good defensive ends, they were getting around certain offensive linemen, and that was pissing off the Vikings. The 49ers secondary had major problems when they did when they didn't get to Cuzbuzz of their secondary handling JJ. I mean, they got beat badly during the first practice several times. So now the second practice. The 49ers came into it with an idea. We don't care if you want to thud. We want to hit. Well, they did it early. Practice had to be stopped. Oh, okay. Then now you got next level Shanny and KOC chatting. And and then that's when some, not a not a brouhaha or a Donnybrook. Or a Pierce Sixer. Or a Pierce Sixer broke out. But um, but near that nearly took place. Now, now what's happening in front of us would be linebacker and defensive back drills for the Titans on the far field closest to the facility. Uh, what they're doing is they're putting together their offense and their defense to go against the Vikings offense and defense. So that one over there is shrouded under the cover of darkness. Correct. Uh, they're trying to be uh, covert and stuff like that. Far left field as we see it, uh, Cousins, uh, no, excuse me, Tannehill, Malik Willis, and Will Levis. So, so they're going through their drills now. Now for the Vikings, they're working on special team stuff over here to the right. But if you watched uh, the Seattle game, <laughs> clearly Joseph missed no kicks. Ryan, uh, plus size punter was dynamite. Undrafted Najee Thompson from the gunner spot looked great. I mean, they'll they'll probably work on that for three minutes because they're all squared away. I thought I saw on the Fish Rap Factory West side, I believe it was today, that the, is there really a possibility there's a quarterback controversy in Tennessee? It's Tannehill, isn't it? Or am I wrong? I yeah. think the controversy might be for the backup spot at this stage. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, here, here's the, the two deal. young guys. Yeah, see, right. see I, I shouldn't be surprised that the most controversial topic in the National Football League is broach noon to three. Yep, that's uh, what I do. It's something that I really didn't want to get into, but since you pressed me, I will. Um, next level Tanny, as we call him in the Love Covenant, Tough Love Co Covenant calls him Ryan Tannehill. He has limitations. Now, he was a wide receiver at Texas A&M. Now, that's many years ago, but he's still a converted receiver when he got with the Dolphins. And Tannehill... I mean, it's he moves he moves some, but not a lot. Uh, more than Cousins, but not a lot. But his accuracy and and the way he sticks it down the field is not Cousins esque. So there, he's kind of in between okay. Cousins and whoever the twentieth quarterback in the league would be. Well, they drafted Malik Willis quite high from Liberty last year. Uh, well, there's a tell right there that we're starting to think about the future that is not next level Tanny. Well, then this year, first pick of the second round, they took Will Levis. So, I mean, they're just, they're absolutely... All shark faded. J.J., oh, just out. They're out of chock full hand. of quarterback controversy because Tannehill's contract is up, I think, after this year. 
we wanted Malik. Uh, he played games, may not have worked out, but he's better now. So we're going to try again with Levis. And Willis and Levis rotated um, possessions when they, when they were at Soldier Field playing Chicago. So the controversy here is, believe it or not, if Will Levis starts to really get it and have it really uh, click, there could be a time in the season oh. that he blows by next level Tanny like he's tied to a post. Now it looks like over to our left over here we've got linemen. Oh, here it, we go. It looks almost like sumo wrestling to me is what they're doing. Are they practicing sumo wrestling moves? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, that that is Ed Ingram, Minnesota Vikings uh, right guard. Yep. And he was going against 98 for the uh, Tennessee Titans. Uh, that's one of the best interior defensive linemen in the NFL. His name is Jeffrey Simmons. Yes, Jeff Simmons. When I it, call him Jeff. When it comes to three techniques, you know, the defensive tackles who rush, Aaron Donald rules the roost. Uh, Dexter Lawrence for the Giants ain't far behind. This cat right here, Jeffrey Simmons, he ruins games. He's strong, good against the run. Quinn and Williams, by the way, for the Jets also uh, good. But but Simmons going against our offensive line. In the business, we call it iron sharpening iron. And given this is the Tough Love Covenant, you, you couldn't have had a better drill to be in front of the Tough Love Covenant. Offensive linemen, one-on-ones. Yeah. And, and they're eventually going to line up five of them, and it's just going to get nasty. But well, it looks like the Tennessee... This is a meat and potatoes radio the, show. Well, the, it looks like the, the, the Tennessee players get a little frisky, to say the least. I think we could have... I think we could have some pushing and shoving before this thing's over. Now, they're also doing drills here before we go to break with, yeah. the, with the meat sauces, or I mean the tackling dummies. Ow. Ow. See, see number two over them. there? Yeah. yeah. And uh, Ty Chandler for yeah. the Vikings. I think that's, uh, that uh, that's, um, used to be with the Niners. He is Aziz Al Shair. Well, see, he just got a little nasty with Ty. Yeah. Uh, with the throwdown, and Ty popped up fast, and then they just kind of dabbed each other, I think is yeah. what the kids would say, or dapped. They, uh, I think they dapped. Yeah, they dapped. They're very adept at dapping. But in the early stages, uh, there's definitely some controversy brewing. Well, let's do this. Let's take a break. Uh, uh, PA's got the, uh, the, uh, the, the binoculars, the binoculars on, on the field. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's coverage of the joint practice, day one of two joint practices. And then the two teams go at it for real, sort of, in a preseason tilt at U.S. Bank Stadium, the goose that laid the golden egg 2.0. We're right now out of Twin Cities Orthopedics Performance Center, the new winter park for joint practices between the Vikes and the Titans. Back with more after this here on The Fan. You were content to let me shine. That's your way. You always walk a step behind. So I'm the end, the fan.
many times will they overthrow their wide receivers when it's windy here at TC? Oh, Performance Center on the common man, Dan Cole, along with Tana B. Vox here as well, the voice of the Vikings, Paul Allen, the Love Covenant and uh, Tough Love Covenant are working together. You're right. I'm glad that closest to us to our left, yeah. This these these are the guys I like. The unsung heroes, the guys in the trenches, because you know that's what I played when I played oh, yeah. fourth, fifth, and sixth grade football. I was a fierce pass rushing rocker, Gibraltar run stopping defensive lineman. It looks like with the offense and defense and the Vikings on it looks like the Vikings are working on their holding drills. <laughs> that was No, I know but you know what? What you're saying is accurate, not holding drills, but this 98 Jeffrey Simmons, you know, this is you have as like real life football would go for if you care about the Vikings winning more than advancing through the postseason, the middle, the interior of the offensive line, Ezra Cleveland, Garrett Bradbury, Ed Ingram going against 98 Jeffrey Simmons and some of these beef eaters for, uh, for the Titans. The drill right in front of you is like one of the most important for the totality of the team when it comes to the balance of the season. So you picked a good spot. Who do you think was is better at their craft, Ed Ingram or James Ingram? Hey, it's Jesse. Jesse. Hey, the body. What's going it's on, the body. Jess? How you doing, Jess? Hey, there he is. See you, brother. Here comes Ventura, Mr. Grow. He might even join us here. It's out. You find this funny, find Mr. This funny, Mr. Mr. Grow. You're oh, laughing you're and back smiling. at it again. You're laughing and smiling, young man. Back Very... at it again, Governor. Oh, Governor, Air Governor. Will you come on the air with us? Yeah, Governor, you take these headphones right here. Great to see you. Good, good seeing you, good Jess. To see you. God bless you, brother. Take these hey, right here. I got, I got an extra. Here, we're over here. Let's get the governor on here. There you go. Former analyst uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Correct. Working and the Vikings. And the Vikings but Gene Deckeroff. Uh, Gene Deckeroff. Fire the cannons. Fire the cannons, Jesse. Well, uh, What's up, brother? Not much. I'm, I'm having fun out here watching the... The uh, dual practice between the Titans and the Vikings, and uh, have this is actually my first time to this facility. Wow, it's sweet, isn't it? Wow, well, it's, it's state of the art. Yeah, you know, there's no they didn't spare anything. I don't think not a, not a nickel. Uh, uh, yeah, on, on on making it the best possible facility they can, which should help and lead to. Uh, more wins, I hope. Well, they did a they did an anonymous poll where they asked players across the league what's the best organization in pro football. And the Vikings won. Did they, they far, really? it, 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 it was it was it, they asked players from all over, and apparently because of the facility and the way they operate, the the uh, the players just think this is a, just a gorgeous uh, operation. Well then. Common, then why aren't them big namers coming here to win us a Super Bowl? Well, I think we got, well, the, you know what? It, we, that salary cap kind of gets a little bit tricky there, too. I've not seen you since we were out playing in a charity golf event over at uh, North Oaks Golf Course. What are you doing now? Are you still splitting time between Minnesota and Mexico, or what are you doing? Well, I, I was splitting time between Minnesota and Mexico, but I just sold my Mexico property. Okay. And I closed on it July 1st, uh, so I won't be going down that adventure and my life is over. I'm 72 years old now. Right. And uh, uh, the other reason that I left Mexico in the winters, a lot of people believed I had moved there permanently. Right. No, I had not done that. I still have a home here. I always have. I just don't like winter. Right. I never yeah. have liked right. it. I'm one of the few Minnesotans that doesn't know how to skate. Yeah. I don't either. You and I, as a matter of fact, I, I played boot hockey because I couldn't skate. I was the best boot hockey goaltender in the upper Midwest for about a two-year stretch. There you go. And, 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 but uh, I, I uh, 
you know, I, I swam in the winter. I was a high school swimmer. Right. So I spent all winter in a swimming pool. Yeah. And uh, so, but I sold my property in Mexico, common, and I, unfortunately, I'll tell you why, because a new, I've been there almost 18 years for two decades, just about, and I've seen it change now, and it's not to the good. Really? Uh, How we're, so? We're destroying the ocean. And if man doesn't wake up to the fact that that we're doing this, they need to understand that if the ocean dies, we die, and it's not negotiable. Yeah. And we're killing the ocean right now. I've watched it for 18 years down there. Uh, it's very pronounced in what's happening. There's nothing alive anymore. Well, they've got that big garbage pile that's floating out in the ocean somewhere, and they say it's like as big as Australia. Or well, it's like uh, allegedly it's not a garbage pile. It's plastic. Yeah, plastic. That the currents have all put in one big pile, and they say it's the size of Texas. Yeah. It's astonishing. Yeah, and, and well, the thing is down there, what you got going on down there, Common, is, is uh, I used to see, uh, 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 not seagulls, but uh, what are the other? Pigeons? No, 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 the, the ocean ones. Oh, um, oh pelicans. Pelicans, yeah, there they you come, go. They come yeah, uh, yeah. rappelling well, into the water I, like you at Target Center and the Wolves in the playoffs. There you go. Well, anyway, I would see pelicans flying in V formation down there, right? Hey. 18 to 20 of them along the surf zone. I used to see 20 years ago five or six of them a day. A day. Wow. Last time when I went there in May to take my stuff out of my house, you know how many pelicans I saw in 30 days? Seven. Wow. Seven total. Well, I also read... Now, wait. Okay. When I would walk on the beach before, there would always be dead fish and shells. This time there was no dead fish, no shells. Why? You have to be alive in the ocean and die to wash up. If there's nothing out there to die, nothing is going to wash up on the beach. Ahab. I mean, amen. Um, now, I also, I thought I read that down in Florida there's some type of red... Uh, algae sea, or seaweed that comes in, and you got to be careful because that stuff's dangerous. And you can't. There's there are there are times where you can't even go in the ocean down in Florida. Well, if we don't wake up to the fact that that uh, that we're destroying the environment, and if we don't do something about, I'll tell you this: there's a lot of people common in this country today that owe Al Gore an apology. How so? How so? Yeah. Back in 2000, with that movie, uh, An Inconvenient Truth, yep. he predicted all of this stuff by the, right now. He said, this is what's going to happen by 2025, and it's all coming true. I can't argue with you. It's all coming true. There's a lot of people in this country that owe Al Gore an apology, who thought he, who thought he was just a blowhard and thought, oh, he's just one of these environmental nutcases and all that. No, he's not. And if you live it like I did, you see it firsthand, Common. Well, By the way, I want to tell you, you're still the clo You were with me the day I, I still do not have a hole in one. Yeah. Remember that day? My ball was less than a thumb. It was me, you, the late limo Scott guy, Ledoux. my brother, and the late Scott Ledoux. You were one roll, one. Not even a roll, roll, a quarter turn. It was hanging on the lip, and you had said. If I had hit the ball a little further, would have gone in. And then my brother said, or if you would have teed it up just a the, little closer. Well, your brother came up to me walking off the green, and he goes, Governor, think if you'd have just teed it up an inch closer. closer. That's <laughs> it. One inch closer. Because you know, we got up there. I mean, 
you couldn't put my thumb between the ball and the hole dead center and I'll never forget I took the positive I said well I said Stevie Wonder could make this birdie put him <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so I tapped it in but I I, I still I still haven't got one common well, and, I, and and it, it it haunts me well I remember because you that would have been perfect because you would have been the greatest witness oh yeah so what I, you know? I, I I've told the story on the air on a number of occasions since it happened the other part of the story I tell I, I love this part you're on the range just the four of us coming up to play golf and you go common do you have a fourth and I say no you said ah oh, it's too bad I'd like to have played I said well, you're the governor. Let's play five. And you said, I am the governor. Let's play five. And we did. We did a little fivesome out there because you're the governor. You can do whatever you want. So we not, went out there and not, played five. Well, not quite. Well, not quite. But, but, but if, pretty close. If, if it's harmless, you can do well, it. Right. Our, our, now, do you, you're kind of in the White Bear Lake Delwood area. Are you still over yeah. that neck of the woods? Yeah, I still live over there. I have a home over there. Uh, I, I, uh, I'm going to buy someplace warm. Okay. Because I, I do. Not, I've spent three straight winters. See what happened two, three winters ago. The pandemic hit. Yeah. So down in Mexico, the Mexicans were very good about it. They asked us, all us gringos, if we would go home because they said it's going to hit us. We're going to have enough trouble taking care of our people. Right. And so we left a little week or two early. The, now the next year I could have gone was the pandemic year, so I couldn't go. The year after, unfortunately for me, I'm on the grid down there. My batteries were all four to five years past what they were supposed to be. And when batteries go, they all go at once. Well, I lost my batteries in November because of the you couldn't get nothing. Oh. It took me till May to get batteries in Mexico. So that winter was shot. Then it got to this past winter. I only got down there for 30 days, but I had put it up for sale. A couple from Montana wanted it, so I've sold it to them. And uh, I'm now sitting on a big lump of money, not knowing what the hell to do. Oh, I could use. So I got two. I, yeah, I got two guys, kids. I'm taking my youngest boy, baby brother Peter, to Columbus, Ohio. He's going to the Ohio State University. Starts next week. College is expensive. I found out more than I thought. So, now, so you want me to give you some of my money? Well, yes. If you'd help him go through college, that'd be great. You'd be you'd, you would be helping the youth of America, and I guarantee you, they won't throw anything into the ocean. They'll take care of the ocean anytime well, they go down there. I'll, I'll brag a little bit. Actually, common. I I when I when I did that refereeing yes. for the WWF when yeah. I was in in office, I started my Roosevelt Scholarship Fund with that, and I've given a five thousand dollar scholarship to a kid at Roosevelt every year now for oh, what, sweet. 25 years. Good for you. That's good. You know? Yeah, that, and, that uh, goes that, a long way, Well, that's, that's where I went to high school, yeah. and I wanted it to go to a kid at Roosevelt High School, or, or girl, boy or girl, didn't matter to me. And so I uh, I, I had a $5,000 scholarship every year at Roosevelt High School. Now, my, my brother has a story about you when you were both going to North Hennepin Community College, right? My brother says he's in the cafeteria. You come up to him. Some, somebody somebody put you up to this to him. You went up to my brother and grabbed him by the shoulders and held him up by the clock and said, I heard you've been saying some bad things about me. And my brother's gone. I, but, and then you just you started laughing and said him, no, but he put you up there. He said, that's the first time he met you. Somebody said, hey, why don't you go over there and give this guy it a might, It might have been because, yeah. you know, I was new. I had just come out of the service, so I was into having a good time, yeah. you know, going to college then that I'd missed out on, you right. know, for five 
five years of my life. I, I went to college over in Southeast Asia. Right, yes, yeah, so you were there for, for yeah, Well, I was at a different university. Yeah. You know what, do you know what I did get from that comment that we can tie into? I never thought my first deployment over to the jungle over to Southeast Asia was during the monsoon season. Okay. Where you'd see this rain over there would come down so intense it was like pouring it on you. I never thought I'd see that. Now I see it in Minnesota. Yeah. I see it all over the world now. And that tells me we're having an effect on climate because I, I, I never believed I'd see rain like in the jungles of Southeast Asia during the monsoon that I would see them here in Minnesota and around the United States where you'd see this where water falls at such a dense amount that it immediately causes flooding are you still are you still playing golf then do you do yeah you, yeah I'm so, a member of the TPC. Oh, so you're still out of TPC? Sure. Okay, so you're yeah. getting out there. We had to shut down for our 10 days for yes. the tournament. Right. <laughs> That's the thing that, you know, it's fun to have the tournament there, but it's also kind of a pain. Yeah. Because you don't get to play. Right. You got, and then and then two weeks before, they'd only let the carts go on the paths. Right. Because they want the fairways looking pretty yeah. and all that. So you, you end up, and boy, I'll tell you this, Common, when you play golf, if you got the carts and have to stay on the path, you walk just as far you are as correct. if you're walking. You're absolutely right. You might as well just walk. Do you um do you still play close attention to the National Football League? You a big fan? Do you yeah. watch every Sunday, watch yep. the Vikings? Yep. Well what and do you what what do you think of the purple this year? Well I think we're in for an uh I call it our no name defense because we don't have no big names right. left except for one or two. But I have confidence in our new coach. Okay. I like this guy, uh, O'Connell. I think he's good. Uh, I think that uh, uh, the Vikings, I'll say this, win, lose, or draw last year, and we had a great season. To me, last year was the most exciting I season I have ever seen because every game went to the last possession, it seemed. They had eight come-from-behind victories. Eight come-from-behind yeah. victories. and every we game done. went to the last possession. Well, the Buffalo game was as good as it gets. It oh. looked like we were done. Cousins tries to sneak for the game. Winner doesn't get there. Then their Buffalo's going to run the clock out. They strip it from Chad Allen. They score. They no, win. No, it wasn't a strip. It was a bad or, or center bad, snap. Bad snap. Bad, uh, I mean, uh, how many times does a quarterback... <laughs> and then uh, Josh Allen. And then there was the come-from-behind victory where, where, where they had the greatest comeback in the history of pro football. With, their Indianapolis. Like, yeah, and against Indianapolis. And that game looked like it was done. Oh, no. As far as excitement went, I, I, I turned to my wife last year and I said, I've never, I've never seen every Sunday. I want, I want one laugher where I can lay back and kick back and not be gripping. Right. You know, down to the final play. But last year they were that way, and I have no reason to believe they won't be like that this year. You uh, I hated losing Cook, though. Yeah, yeah. I, they, I, I really hated losing Delvin Cook. Yeah, you know how that salary cap works. I know. Worse. We'll see if Madison can pick up the slack. Now, let me ask you this. You look good. Are, are, are you healthy? Is everything good? Are you feeling good? Well, I'm 72 now, and I have a lot of the same problems every 72-year-old has. Right. Like hitting a 200-yard drive uh, is a big yeah. thing today. <laughs> right, right. I mean, I remember when I used to hit 300-yard drives, right. and I still swing the same, only it goes 100 yards shorter. Yeah. <laughs> trying I'm to figure same, out why. I'm in the same boat. Why is this? But you got a clean bill of health, though? You're good for the well, most part? Well, I'm doing as well as can be yeah. expected. Like I said, I don't like to reveal all my Maladies, aches, pains, right? and everything. I'll just say this. Uh, for people that want to know a little statistic, 
the death rate in pro wrestling is higher than pro football. In other words, pro wrestlers die at a younger age than pro football players do. They did a huge study. Well, they, they're, they are great athletes, and they take a beating in there when they're doing all their, their, their drop kicks and their, st oh, yeah. their stunts and coming off the top rope. You're going to take a beating. It's oh, a physical. Dear. You well, did it. It's like this, Common. I like to tell people this. At one point in my career, I, and this is driving to the town, I had to get there. I wrestled 63 consecutive nights in a row. Wow. Without a day off. Let me ask you this. That's over two months. I, you, I often <laughs> you, Here's what else I do. I often use you as an example when I say, what an interesting life you've led. Navy SEAL, yep. wrestler, yep. action movies. You went to be a talk show host, mayor and governor. Of all those things you did, is there one that stands out to you that you enjoyed more than any other? Was it the acting? Was it the, was it the wrestling? Was it no. being governor or mayor? No, I'm going to mess with you, Common. Okay. It was when I was an outlaw biker. Outlaw biker. <laughs> That's when you had your most fun. Do you still have a bike? Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. Harley or Triumph? Neither. I have Indian. A, I have, no, I have a custom made from Viola, Wisconsin. I have an SS-124, which is about 22 inches square inches bigger than the Harley. Seriously? Yeah. It's a custom company. that made, It's a V-twin, just like a Harley makes, only it's 124 cubic inches. I think Harley's biggest is about 102, 112 maybe. Uh, but this is 124, and it's custom bike. It's got no Harley things on it. Okay. RevTech tranny, uh, Rolling Thunder frame. How's your family? Good. Everybody good? Good, yeah. Yeah. No, you, you, I, but I was a legit outlaw biker. I was yeah. a one percenter. You were? Yeah. Well, do you have any stories? They, they never found out. They never. No, <laughs> <laughs> it never came up during the campaign. They never found out. <laughs> you kept it from him, didn't you? No, I never offered oh, it. Yeah, just never offered it up. Yeah. You'd have been asked. That's one thing. Uh, if I'd have been asked, I'd have told the truth. Yeah. But I was never asked. Yeah. Well, good for you. No, I, I when the time between getting out of the military and coming home, I thought it would be a good idea to be a one percenter. A lot of guys were there. Yeah. The Vietnam guys. Uh -huh. They were a cushion between military life and civilian life. That's why I always hold them in respect and I have a place in my heart for them. And that, that was the most enjoyable period? No, I was having fun. Uh, well, I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say that. that but it was enjoyable. Yeah, I wouldn't say it would know. be number one on that list. Yeah. Well, it's always good to see you. I well, haven't seen you in forever. I, we should go out and play some golf. I love it that you didn't ask me who it was. Who it, well, who was it? <laughs> I'm not telling. Yeah, I didn't think you would. We should go and play I, golf sometime. I, I will put it to you this way. I'll make you do your homework. I'll okay. dig into it. Okay. Um, all, all motorcycle clubs have what are called colors. Right. Okay. Well, I was a member of the black and white. Black and white. Is that Hell's Outcasts? No, no, no. I'm California. Oh, you're you're California. I don't know. You got me. I don't know. I'll have to do my homework and oh, find yeah. out. Now you can find out. And I... then, you know, do you remember the day you gave me the proclamation to be the official, unofficial yes. ambassador of Minnesota Golf? Absolutely. TPC of the Twin Cities. Yep. We're out there with, <laughs> with um, Steve Russian from Sports Illustrated, right? And yep. your two bodyguards. Yep. And you give me the, the proclamation. 
And you say, now, common, you don't have to tell anybody it's really not an official. And I go, why not? You go, well, because the Secretary of State wouldn't sign it. I go, why not? She said, because she thought it was ridiculous. And then I said, what did you do? And you said, oh, no. And, and, and then I said, you ever, did that ever happen to you before? You said, one other time when I made it Rolling Stones Day in Minnesota. Yep. Yep. And I said, well, what did, what did you do? You, you said, I went down to her office and no, made no, her no. sign it. <clears throat> no. No? <clears throat> Excuse me. I threatened to come down. <laughs> I threatened to come down to her office. I called her. And I said, it was Mary Kiffmeyer. Mary Kiffmeyer. And I said, Mary, I said, sign the proclamation. Don't make me walk down there. <laughs> I'll be in a real bad mood if that happens. And she signed it. Well, it was up in my office within 10 minutes. Yeah, I remember that. I also remember my favorite line. Well, I did lunch. I think I'm probably the only broadcaster to broadcast live from the governor's office. You invited me for lunch for the governor. Your, one of your guys comes in with your business cards. I said, let me take a look at that. I said, that's really cool. You said, you think that's cool. How about this? You pulled out your American Express card. It said, Governor of Minnesota. You go, what do you think my credit limit is, Comet? I got a $1.2 billion budget. It was so good. See, your sense of humor, some people didn't get it. They didn't well, understand. <coughs> yeah. You were pulling one over on him most of the time, and I don't think a lot of them No, knew. no, I wasn't. You weren't? No. It seemed like I, it. I would only pull over on the media. On the media jackals. Those, I would put things over on them. Right. I never tried to put anything over on the public. Oh, no, not, a, not, not, not on no, the public. No, no. You oh. know, on, on the public, I, I tried to be very straightforward. Uh, I'll say this, with the surplus they had, you guys would have got big checks if I'd have been in there. Yeah. Imagine how big them checks would have been. Yeah. It was triple what I had. Yeah. What I remember... You know what was funny? Hmm. Was I was at KFAM then, and I had to, of course, take a leave of absence yep. when I ran. And that that November, they gave me employee of the month, and I wasn't even there. Well, here's what I'll tell you. <laughs> you winning the governorship gave PA a career there because they, uh, PA and Dubay, it was, my spot. it was temporary layoff to permanent payoff for them. Yeah. That's what it was. But what was, what was hilarious about it was I got employee of the month. Yeah. And I wasn't even there. <laughs> well, no, I have the plaque at home, and I laugh over it. It's on the wall. And I've, never, the and I've never been employee of the month, and I'm still there. Always good to see you. Thanks for stopping for by sure. and chatting with us. I appreciate it. So Paul really does study the team, huh? <laughs> I mean, he's got the, bi he's got the binoculars, binoculars he out and all that, so he truly does study it. He's putting his... He's See, put that's where I'm different. I just react to what goes on on the field. You know, I, 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 I don't study it beforehand. You and I are cut from the same cloth. <laughs> We're going to go to break. Thanks again for joining us. We do sure. appreciate that. That's Jesse the body. Jesse, the governor of Ventura. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We're broadcasting live from TCO. It's joint practice between the Titans and the Vikings here on The Fan. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.